Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents The Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. I guess I need to turn my microphone on. Welcome, everybody, to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. I muted during the music part so we don't, you know, accidentally make sounds come through. And then I was Mm -hmm. I I didn't hit the unmute button. But hey, welcome, everybody. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome. I am your host, Tom or Robots. And I am back, as usual, with my co-host, the Lotus of the Doom. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, the Lotus. Hello, Hello. Hello, hello. I am the Lotus, as opposed to just generic Lotus. Apparently, mm-hmm. yeah, you are the only. You are the only Lotus of the Doom. Oh, wow. all right. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll accept. Cool. There should be. You know what? We need to talk to some of the people behind Elder Scrolls Online and see if they can't uh, put a like a special item somewhere in a storyline <laughs> called the so, Lotus of the Doom. So there, <laughs> there is a quest that uh, TES Online official even responded to years ago, back when Elsewhere was the uh, newest expansion, mm-hmm. where there's a town, without going too deep into spoilers, there's a town where one of the quest objectives is you have to take these flowers, and it says, uh, place lotus in river. And I was like, <laughs> I feel personally attacked. So... <laughs> I sent the screenshot to uh, Elder Scrolls Online official, and they responded with, don't think too much about it. It's like a soothing day at the spa, and it was just a gif of somebody being pushed underwater. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like, I think they're trying to kill me. Yeah. So, Well, I think know. this is one of those things that uh, the Bethesda teams do. Somebody, again, just this last week, posted a picture from Fallout 76 of Tom's robot dead on the mm-hmm. ground. And that <laughs> yep. went around again. Everyone's like, look, I found BuddyBot. And I'm like, well, that's, I'm, hopefully that's BuddyBot, <laughs> Buddy not Bot, me. No. Yeah. <laughs> BuddyBot, no. Yeah. Oh, man. So, you know what would be really funny is if on the next uh, big expansion that um, he's fixed up and is, like, wandering around the countryside. <laughs> like, 
and they pull Bethesda you have you have a hundred percent of my approval to take any of the voice lines or just ask me to send in some voice lines for the buddy bot robot to walk around (laughs) just saying random stuff that would be amazing Um, but anyway this is (laughs) this is the Elder Scrolls lore cast we have been going through the different uh, Adra the different divines and I came across an article today that has inspired me to break from that and have kind of a a different episode as we're getting closer to the end of the month. We have our patron episode next week, so we'll be doing that. And we've gone through the first three of the divines, and I decided, you know what? This post is amazing because I'm scrolling through some of the different subreddits that I that I like to uh, visit, you know, the Elder Scrolls Online subreddit, Elder Scrolls Lore subreddit, and a user who goes by the name of SignalFlare12 posted a uh, consolidated list of and it says here the life and current status of every named dragon which i was just like oh my god this is awesome like he actually Mm -hmm. did the work and it's just kind of a short write-up for each of them um so i was like you know what lotus i sent him a message earlier today i'm like screw it let's let's skip a divine today let's just talk about some of the the life and times of the dragons because man there's a lot of actual named dragons in the series especially now that you mentioned elsewhere like we we got a big uh, dump, I guess you could say, of dragons in elsewhere. So there's a whole bunch of them, and we're just going to see how far we can go today talking through these. It might take more than one episode, so this might be something that we come back to next week. Well, next week will be the patron episode. We'll probably do some more divines and then maybe come back to this again a little bit later. But I figured it would be a fun uh, side project to kind of go through these. So these are listed in the article alphabetically and i think that's the way we're going to take them we're going to go through them alphabetically because most people have an understanding of who some of the basic uh main dragons are so when we reference things like alduin or uh call granted is is one of the big ones in elsewhere right and we can we can mention a little bit more about how many we can actually manage to dig ourselves through yeah yeah, I mean, some of some of them have some context that we can talk about, but others it's like <laughs> there's there only a little a bit to say on them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Right. So um, and the, the other thing that I thought Lotus would be so would be fun about this episode is attempting to pronounce the names. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll that, that's definitely my strong point and not butchering every name in the series. <laughs> they have they have these most like dragons have the most ridiculous names. Um <laughs> They're great. And sometimes they ha- end up with like multiple vowels next to each other and uh, yeah, oh, all sorts yeah. of weird stuff. More often than not, I feel like they have multiple vowels next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? We should do a running list of like how many do or don't have a multiple have vowel, like a repetitive vowel in it. I think most I of them you. do. Um, we'll, we'll have a list. Okay. So let's kick this off alphabetically with the first of the named dragons. Uh, and let's take turns trying to do these. You want to do the first one or should I do the first one? Uh, why don't you start it off? I'll set up my handy dandy list. Okay. Well, you saw uh, that the second one is Alduin. So you're going to you're going to have an easy one there. So, okay. Perfect. The first one is Abilok. Uh, Ab- perfect. Abilok. A-H-B-I-I-L-O-K. And according to this post, it says very little is known beyond what is told in the Atlas of Dragons. He has survived many attempts on his life and was thought to be lairing in Morrowind as of the Second Era. Status unknown. Hmm. So we have interesting. Yes, we have a dragon that looks like it may still be somewhere in the world. Um, 
if you open up the Elder Scrolls fandom page, there's a little bit more detail about him. Abelok was a dragon that survived extermination during the during the Dragon War and the Akaviri Crusades of the First Era. Sightings date back to the early years of the Akaviri Dragon Guard. He was reported to be active throughout the northern Ural Mountains. Multiple attempts were made to kill him, but all failed. He was eventually reported to have fled to Morrowind. Uh, and then it's got a little bit more. It says, Braralu Theron, master enchanter and author of Twin Secrets, reportedly met a dragon in the, quote, smoking ruins of Vardenfell. However, it is unknown if this dragon was Abelok, as he refused to reveal his name. So this is kind of like a, a dragon that's been in hiding. And... In Witness yeah, protection program for dragons, which is, maybe? Which is sort of a thing that they did, um, which caused a lot of contention originally, where many people got kind of bent out of shape that dragons were appearing in the second era, uh, and people were shouting about, like, oh, this is lore-breaking, there were no dragons in the second era. Um, but the thing was, after the dragon war, not all of the dragons were slain just like this some went into hiding and people tastefully edited around that uh at the time and were very upset about it i don't believe there's actually that much blowback anymore about it because uh people like arimithius and stuff were able to point out the fact that it was like they're not all dead plenty of them died during the dragon war but it's not just like they were mm -hmm. all wiped out and we never saw them again until Aldwin showed up because we'll actually even get to some that were in other games um, yeah. pr prior to elsewhere being launched. So that that, again, didn't fully add up um, to to the way that people kind of made it seem like it did at the time. So this one apparently just had like it was brought up in chat. Very high sneak skill. <laughs> yeah. High sneak skill dragon like this guy's this guy's hiding out somewhere yep. in Vardenfell. I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is basically a volcano. Is there a lot right. of underground area that isn't either occupied or used to be occupied or maybe he could squish into a Dwemer ruin or something yeah, full of lava? I mean, yeah, maybe he found a Dwemer ruin and like covered yep. up the entrance and is just kind of hoarding some treasure down there or something. You know, who sure. knows? Like could totally be a thing. All right, let's take turns on this. Why don't you take the second All one? All right. So the next one, uh, I think anybody who knows anything about the Elder Scrolls will probably know, which is <laughs> Alduin, uh, the world eater meant to destroy the world and bring about the end times. A devourer of souls and one-time leader of the dragons before his banishment during the Dragon War. Uh, he returned through a time wound in the year 4E201 to reform... Uh, his rule over the land and uh, again, wipe it out, uh, killed. Uh, but then this is the events of Skyrim. Spoilers. Uh, Elder Scrolls spoilers. Five. Yeah. 10, so 10 year old say, spoilers. FYI, what I'm about to say is a spoiler. If you didn't piece this together um, at the end of Skyrim, the dragonborn, you, the player character, uh, kills him in Sovereign Guard. Um, and it, Oh, I was, I'll just word it like that. Killed by uh, killed in Sovereign Guard by the last Dragonborn and a group of uh, heroic Nord spirits, which are the ones who help you in the final battle, which is how Elder Scrolls V Skyrim technically ends. So mm -hmm. his status is slain because he's dead. Because he's dead. The World Slayer <laughs> was slain. And we discussed this a little bit on, on one of the recent episodes, how maybe he was meant to fulfill that and maybe we messed that up. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe the we world has now extended beyond its actual expiration date. And right. 
is what this Kalpa next? dragging on too long? <laughs> right, right. Is is so, it you know an unwanted extension in a way? Yeah. Uh, and what does that, that mean? Remains to be seen. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, we could probably go on for a long time about Alduin, but we're going to hold off on digging more into yeah. him. Yeah, this is kind of us just being amused by this uh, Reddit post more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, but we'll it's great. Our it's, bit to it, but yeah, this it's is, yeah. This is via them. It's uh, what I didn't notice, or what I did, what this post helped me realize was how many named dragons we actually know about. That's the thing. Like, there are so oh, many yes. dragons. When you play Skyrim, there are so many dragons that are just like uh, ice dragon, you know, red dragon. Like, I don't remember the names of them, but like they didn't actually have names. But then there were some in the game that had names because they were part of main storylines and main quests and things like that. But there were mm -hmm. so many that were just generic that we didn't get names for. But it turns out that there's actually a bunch that we a do have names for. A lot of them do for. have names, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So next up we have, oh, here we go. I'm going to spell it first and then I'm going to try and pronounce it. It's B-A-H-L-O-K-D-A-A-N. This is two out of three with double vowels somewhere. Balakdan. Balakdan? Beautiful. Balakdan. I'm not going to voluntarily say any of these dragon names that is not on my turn to say a dragon <laughs> name. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of having fun with it, though, so I think I'm going to try all of them. So uh, here and most of these, you can tell they pull from the UASP article. So if we do pull some other stuff up, it's either things in the UASP that weren't mentioned here or things from some of the other wikis that that do mention these these details. So this one says part of the range rage, not range rage of dragons that assaulted elsewhere in the mid second era slain by the elsewhere defense force and the, the vestige while attacking the city of Riverhold first dragon to be grounded by a dragon horn since the days of the original dragon guard status slain. This was one of the dragons that you actually end up in Elder Scrolls online dealing with. Uh, yep. Wayworld World, World Hopper is giving us translations here. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Um, pulls that up and says, uh, oh, "Wrath that's... Sky Doom" is the translation for this one. And perfect that you perfect. have handy. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. And um, he is a felled grod green elder dragon serving under Call Grantid uh, from uh, ESO Elsewhere expansion. Um, and I love some of these. Uh, wikis because they even talk about like what their combat stuff is because you actually have to fight this one and he has a flame aura a sweeping breath and unrelenting force and you can actually even hear these dragons in in eso elsewhere say things like Foos! when they're when they're fighting you which is mm -hmm. pretty cool because they actually say the shouts it doesn't just like do an attack you actually hear them saying the shouts and the words which is pretty cool oh boy oh right, boy so I'm going to uh, spell mine as well uh, as we have a translator in chat, which will really speed things along for us, which is greatly appreciated. <laughs> yes. And um, it'll it'll at least let you have your own interpretation of how I say this as opposed to, you know, or how it should be said as opposed to how I say it. So uh, it is B-O-Z-I-I-K-K-O-D-S-T-R-U-N, which would be Bozikradon. Oh, good <laughs> lord, that's so many letters. Bozik O Odstrun. Bozik Odstrun. There we go. Bozik Odstrun. Bozik Odstrun. Bozik Odstrun. 
Yeah, sounds good. What's awesome about this name is it has two eyes, so it has the double vowel. So this is what three with double vowels, one without. Yes, Alduin is the weird one, strangely enough. So far, and two double K. It's got a double K. Yeah, I don't think there's any English words with double K's, as far as I know. So. This dragon was uh, tricked by Molag Ball into uh, into entering Cold Harbor, where he was tortured in an attempt to understand the power of dragons from Molag Ball's armies. Uh, due to his defiance, his flesh was eaten from his bones, and his remains were magically used to make a Daedric Titan. So his status is transformed. He's not dead. He's just miserable because... <laughs> Um, the, I, I, the Daedric Titans, which is a mini boss enemy that you would, um, kind of encounter throughout Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, apparently this is the prototype for that, uh, creature. So that's, that's a, uh, something I did not know prior to reading this. And where's our interpretation? <laughs> uh, oh, good. All right. So it's bodily wield storm. Yeah, so bold, bold, boldly wields oh, storm. Oh, bold! Oops. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, like that, storm yeah. wielder. Boldly wields storm. That makes much more sense. So boldly wields storm. Right. Interesting. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This uh, this guy, this poor guy, was uh, transformed yeah. into the first Daedric uh. Titan by by Molig Ball. Um, so it, even it says here in the UESPR article, Bazik Hodstrom. But I think I'm getting better at pronouncing these names. I, I, his, I feel like that almost like sounded convincing right there. I like it. Yeah. But Bazikodstrin's skeleton was taken to the vile laboratory where it was infused with the blood of darkness in order to reawaken it as a vestige. <laughs> oh, poor guy. It can be assumed that this process was similar to this creation of the soul shriven. Shriven? Shriven? Uh, I always say shriven. Shriven. I don't know if it matters. Yeah, it's like a IVE. So you think the E makes the I long? I At don't, this point, I don't know. Uh, we're going to be tongue tied so much this episode. <laughs> you can just you can just assume we're going to screw it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to purposely screw these up. The, the creation of the soul shriven uh, mortals mortals who have oh. their soul substituted with the vestige of a daedra. Um, Ball had the skeleton adjusted to his specifications. Then it was, uh, then it was, then submerged in the azure chasm to allow it to reform in Creatia. <laughs> so it goes on. It says within a nana eon. Wow, how much time is a nana eon? I don't know. Bazikodstran arose from the chasm as the first Daedric Titan and boundly, uh, bounded nimbly up the endless stair. It was soon determined to be a powerful and new addition to Molag Ball's war slaves. Many more Daedric Titans were made in Bazikodstran's image and were released upon Tamriel during the plane meld of the Second Era. So, uh, yeah, this guy was like a, a test subject. Uh, he was, okay, he was this. Here's what it is. You guys watch Marvel movies, right? He was the Red Skull <laughs> before we got Captain America. <laughs> he was like Mullig Ball's super soldier trial. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll allow it. He's that's a rough way to go. <laughs> that is a rough way to go. It's a rough way to go. Yeah. All right. So let's. See. We got a, another short one here. Um, well, a short de on detail, not necessarily on pronunciation so this is d-u-k-a-a-n-f-i-n-s-o-t so dukonfinsot yeah dukonfinsot dukonfinsot 
<laughs> that just sounds German. Seize that man! Mean... Du Konfensatz my car! <laughs> that just sounds me not knowing German and making up a word that sounds German. Yeah, it does. I think it's the fact that it has lots of consonants all just kind of squished together, you know? Yep. Um, so this one says, killed during the Dragon War, only his skull remains status slain. And there's not a ton of information about him. If you if you look him up, um, if you do if you do a search, he shows up for the Fallowstone Hall uh, detail. And let me see, do Confinstrats? Uh, I don't know why that shows up actually. Oh, because that's where his skull is. So yeah. within the tomb are various relics from the past, accompanied by a plaque that describes their history. Dragon skull. And it, it's do yeah a trophy from the time of the Dragon War said to be a beast by the name of Dukonfinsat. So there you go. If you happen um, upon uh, Fallowstone Hall and find a dragon skull, that's who you're looking at. And our interpretation of or our translation, I mean, from Wayward is dishonor the white. <laughs> I like that. Hey, you know what? We didn't do a uh, an, uh, translation for the first one, Abilok. So, oh yeah, here, here's Abilok in chat. While you read the next one, I'll look it up, or or uh, okay. Wayward will probably pull it, pull it up too. So the next one is one that people will most likely know about if you've also played the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, which is uh, Dernavir which Dernavir was tricked by the ideal masters into eternal service, unable to leave the soul Karen for fear that he will be killed due to his body being attuned to it. Um, Fought with the last Dragonborn and came to serve them in 4E201. Uh, his status is alive, but he's listed as trapped because, again, tethered to the soul Karen. So alive, but trapped. Yeah. He, he, interesting because like um th there's no i don't know i'd be curious to see if he was ripped apart well not literally ripped apart but ripped out of the soul Karen if he would survive or if he really is just tethered there permanently so but yeah that's technically a... still around yep yep do you want to consider being in the soul Karen alive <laughs> i mean yeah yes uh, yes ish uh act Act able to have self-awareness and do things Is that yeah good? that's good enough close enough yeah close these enough. poor dragons so many of them just end up with these yeah, terrible ends have. yeah i mean they weren't a lot of them before the dragon war were pretty awful so i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't have too much sympathy for them but then uh, some of them it's like wow eternal torment's a rough way to go yeah yeah, so we have the translation for Abilak. It looks like right. B-I-I doesn't really have a translation, so it's something along the lines of Sky Hunter. Okay. Or Rise, Rising Hunter, something like that. Um, yeah, Nekamata says, hey, I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, now, yeah next time you play Skyrim or elsewhere, the Elsewhere expansion, you're going to be like, do I really got to beat these guys up? They're having a sucky yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's... <sighs> It's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a rough one because, like I said, they, they were pretty miserable, but at the same time, it's like, man, some of the situations they're in, it's like, oof. Maybe death would have been like better than what you're going through right now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, next one on the list, we've got G R A H K R I N D R O G. This is pronounced Grokrindrog. Grokrindrog. Yeah, so uh, Grokrindrog was killed by the Dragon Guard in the Second Era, 184, in retaliation for an attack. So this is another uh, 
<laughs> casualty of the events of elsewhere in ESO. And let's see, I'm pulling up the uh, the fandom wiki here. It says, was a dragon that once resided in the province of Skyrim. It was killed during the Second Era in uh, 184. It was responsible for a great deal of slaughter in the holds of Eastmarch and Winterhold. The name of this dragon was confirmed later with the help of the College of Winterhold. So, uh, Grawkrindrog. Do you, uh, do we have a translation? Oh, here we go. Wayward Worldhopper has the translation with Battle Courageous Lord. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, the, apparently the USP just has the solution to this. No surprise there. Uh, shout out to everybody over at the USP providing this. The transition for the dragons are at the bottom of the page, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. They're all down there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so is this is interesting because battle courageous and lord depending on the order of those words could mean very different things um that's true. so like a, the courageous lord of battle or it, like the uh, was he named after a battle the battle of the courageous lord uh it, like yeah or or is he a lord and he's just courageous in bat like yeah yeah there, there's a several know. different ways that that could be um before we get too far removed from it, too, I realized we didn't actually uh, translate uh, Dernavir for everybody, oh, which was yeah. uh, Curse Never Dying, which is mm. peculiar that his he was named basically in a way that he was going to be permanently cursed. <laughs> so either that's not his original name or, man, his his dragon parents shouldn't have named him that because <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy. It was predictive. <laughs> I bet I bet it was a taken name. I don't know for sure. This one, this raises questions because I don't remember anything in the lore and I don't have it all memorized by any means, but yeah. I don't remember anywhere in the lore of like a dragon taking a different name because of something, you know, like I feel right. like well, that would stand out. Yeah. So no, it's, it's interesting. As it was brought up, the dragon language is essentially like spells. So, so they're, they're, his parents should have known better. Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> that's like naming your your kid like gets picked on at lunch. Right. You know, Way and then you wonder you wonder why he doesn't have any friends to sit with at lunch, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. All right. What is next on the chopping block? And next on the chopping. Why don't we do one more right. and then we'll do our, our mid show break and then we'll come uh, back. Yeah, and do, some more. do our break. Actually, I was, we might be able to get through all these. We're trying to blow through a lot. Oh, and there's a lot that have weird letters at the beginning, like V's and I sure do stuff. So, <laughs> so this is J O O R A H M A A R, which we got a couple uh, doubles up on the vowels in this one, which would be I guess Jorhamar. If it's I, Nordic, Jor it may be Yor. Joramar. It could be Yor. Yeah, it could be Yoramar. Yeah, you, maybe Yoramar. Either Joramar or Yoramar. I, I like Yoramar. That sounds better. Mm -hmm. um, but part of the rage of dragons that attacked elsewhere during the mid-second era attempted to bring about the New Moon Prophecy, killed on the island of Dragonhold by Abner Tharn and the Vestige in 2E580s. Uh, or, well, in the 580s, because everything supposedly takes place, I believe, in a single year of Elder Scrolls Online. So yeah. it's at some point in that 
which is becoming more and more of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, uh, but as a result, he is slain. So no more Yorimar. No more Yorimar. He's kind of a like a medium grayish blue color. It's kind of neat looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, tell you what, let's do one more. And then right. yeah, oh, we, we have the one. translation. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Good point. Uh, hold on. Uh, Mortal Hunter Terror. That's a pretty good one, too. Mortal Please Hunter names. Terror. Ooh. Yeah. Some of, but yeah, that sounds like a bad set of skills from Diablo or something. <laughs> I'm going to use this upgrade. Mortal Hunter Terror. <laughs> Plus 15% damage to mortals and makes them flee in terror. Um, all right. One more and then we'll do, we'll do our mid break. This one's called Grunteed. I can say that one because it shows up in the stories. And they say it often. And they say it often. Mm -hmm. Leader of Elsewhere's Rage of Dragons. Goal was to bring about the new moon prophecy and become a god and equal to Akatosh while channeling the power of Aeon Stones on the island of Dragonhold. He was killed by the reformed Dragon Guard and the power coursing through his body tore him asunder. I love love the way they put this asunder. It's not slain. Status exploded. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beautiful call granted means champion bind time so hmm. cool cool uh i guess not really the champion like he tried to be the champion yeah that's uh, a b-tier champion at best in this situation mm-hmm. and an attempt to become equal to akatosh means like a you know the binding of time like to take right. on time and bind like uh, contain it or steal it or you know, become it, bind it to himself. You know, that that name totally makes sense then. Again, yep. parents should have paid more attention. <laughs> Unless maybe the parents were hoping that their child would go off and challenge Akatosh. Well, that's true. Could, could be a thing. You're going to make it. We're going to live vicariously through our dragon child. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Let's go to the middle of our show because we've got our patrons to thank. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire, and every one a sign. Welcome to the middle of the show. I hope you guys are enjoying this uh, fun little diversion into the names of dragons. And a special thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. I'm pulling up the names right now in order to thank you guys uh, personally. We have 49 patrons as of this show. It would be amazing if we could hit 50 by the end of the month for our patron episode. And um, uh, of our current patrons, we have three that get a call out this episode because they are tier five or higher. There is Sea Chaser, Noodle al dente and our tier six. I believe he's chosen Akatosh, not Lorcan. Pie Man. So Pie Man, thank you extremely much. You are amazing. Being a tier six patron, um, you can now control time, and you better watch out for these dragons because they're going to try and you know take you out and usurp your power. But I have a feeling you can handle yourself. So yeah, I was going to say, it seems, seems like a pretty good power to have is be able to control time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those three and five others might be joining us next week to join and talk about things on our patron episode. So I'm looking forward to that. We haven't nailed down a topic yet. But if you would like to suggest a topic, pop, uh, please let us know. And if you'd like to join us for that episode, check out patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast in order to sign up as a tier four or higher patron. You can join us at the end of the month. So as long as you do that before Thursday, 
of next week, which is the last Thursday of the month, that is the 29th, then you'll have the opportunity to join us this month. And if you can't do it this month and you want to join us next month, you're welcome to do that as well. And if you can't do that, then you want to help us out and get like ad free episodes and early episodes and those kinds of things, then you can sign up at a lower tier. And if you can't do that, you can just show up and watch the live stream and, you know, hang out with us or, you know, tell your friends, those kinds of things. We'd love to, we'd love to see you in here. And um, thank you so much for listening to the show. All right, let's move on with some more dragons. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. All right, we're back. I think right. it's uh, Lotus's so, turn. It is. Um, just as a update along the way, we are currently at seven dragons with at least a double vowel and two that do not, just as the running tally going. So... With that being said, we'll add another one to the double vowel list with uh, K-R-A-H-J-O-T-D-A-A-N or Krajotin. I would. Yeah. Krajotin. Crotch Jot Dan. Crotch Jot Dan. Beautiful. Crotch so Dan. Crotch Dan. It almost sounds like Ooh, damn it, man. Dan. All right. Yeah. So. Um, we'll go with Krajitan. That's fine. Krajitan was killed by the Dragon Guard in Cyrodiil of the first era, two thousand eight hundred and seventy-one. So way back there. Yeah. Um, and status is obviously slain because he was killed. So mm -hmm. yeah, the UESP has a little bit more. Um, the the name means cold ma doom, and not ma like ma. Well, I gotta go bring the cows in. Like no mauling a mouth, like a like a gaping maw. Um, yeah. So cold maw doom. So like a like he was basically named after like a cold cave of doom. I guess, um, and it's <laughs> but they, it makes sense. Uh, the southern Ural Mountains in Cyrodiil is where he was slain. So probably cold 
when it happened? I don't know. The dragon's name was supposedly confirmed to the dragon guard by his own account. A fang was taken from his corpse and inscribed to depict his defeat. His death was later documented by the Blades in the Second Era 373. Due to the nature of dragons, Krajitdan may not be truly dead and therefore could rise again. Dun, dun, hmm. dun. And there's a there's a picture of Krajitdan's fang here on the UESP article. I'm, I'm guessing this is a an item you come across in what was Second Era 373? Would that be uh, like Daggerfall or something? No, that'd be later. That'd be. It's a second. Farther on. Yeah, that's weird. I'm wondering why that yeah. date. Uh, that's when the Atlas of Dragons was written. But yeah, it's not. It's not a specific game. So I, I'm. I'm yeah, wondering. That, I'm wondering that, that what this item be. is because there's not like a link to it or anything. But it seems huh. that there's an item somewhere in the games called Krajadon's Fang. Yeah. What did you say the date was? Uh, the second era, three seventy three. So that's pre Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> yeah, that's early. So I yeah, mean, that's it could, real. It could early. be an item that's floating around in any of the games, but I, I can't find hmm. anything about where yeah, this so, is. Right? Maybe it just they there's put a picture a of it on it. There's a picture of so it so that it could exist in another game, and it's just that's when it was first seen or something. Yeah, but why would there be a picture of it? Like it yeah, looks like an icon weird. for it. It looks like a like a flat icon that you would see in uh, Daggerfall. Yeah, something older. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, weird. Okay. I don't have an answer to that. Krajidan. Yeah, and again, his name means uh, Cold Ma Doom. So, interesting. All right, you're up. Your turn. Oh, boy. Good luck. What are we up to next? Um, all right. So, our next dragon will be K-R-O-S-U-L-H-A-H. <laughs> Krosulha? <laughs> that sounds like a Krosulha. like an ancient god. Yeah. Beware Cthulhu and Krosulha. Yes. Krosulha sounds good. And uh, Rome Solstein in the fourth era 201 attacked the last dragonborn as they exited Apocrypha and was slain. So I love the status details to this one that they put was status slain and soul consumed so th th these ones are just eaten pretty much by the dragonborn which we'll start getting into as these ones are a little more specifically obliterated so yeah huh. this is a this is a skyrim dragon um, yeah skyrim dragon that is no longer with us but does empower your shouts yeah there's a detail on the fandom.com forum uh wiki that says uh combat before engaging in combat he will give a warning that mirak is becoming stronger and has demanded the dragonborn's death after defeating him there's a chance that mirak will appear and take his soul cool <laughs> cool i don't remember that i'm gonna have to play yeah. through th this again in order to remember that happening um it uh, is kind of like a brownish gray color with like light tan wings for a while that becomes a thing um in the dragonborn expansion once once it's triggered and you've dealt with mirak yeah. when you kill a dragon mirak can just yeah swoop in and steal your soul which is very frustrating when you're trying to level something up. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't remember. I've only played through that expansion one time, whereas I played through yeah. a ton of other stuff in Skyrim multiple times. I only did right. that, that expansion once. Sure, um, sure. But so I don't uh, I have to go back and play it again. Don't remember it. So, um, oh, do we have a translation for him? 
where's where's our translator? A translator left. They, yeah, they had to leave. Hold on. I've got it somewhere. Uh, Krosuha. Oh, here we go. Sorcerer Day Mind. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know what that means. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any thoughts on that one. I, yeah, I don't have a lot of input. That's sure. All right. Next up, we have K R U Z I I double vowel again. Oh wait, Krosulha didn't have a double vowel. That's didn't interesting. Have one. Yeah. Rare second category of the third dragon without a double. Yeah. Yeah. So K R U Z I I K R E L. Cruzicrel? Cruzicrel. Slain by yeah. Mirak during his fight with the last dragonborn in Apocrypha. Yes. Ooh. Slain and soul consumed. So this one's this one's in Apocrypha. That's pretty fun. Yes. This is uh if I remember correctly, this is during the final fight, and it's one of the ones Mirak uses to power up, which you can't steal from him, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's one of the ones he he whales on to get stronger yeah there's an image here on one of the uh one of the sites of him yep. looking all glowy and golden and, mm -hmm. up on top of the arch yep yep yeah found during um, during the battle with mirak atop the summit of apocrypha so yep his name is ancient dominate apparently ancient dominate that's a pretty good name it's that's pretty that's good. kind of like optimus prime you know, like it's just like two awesome words put together. Um, so our next one is Latvulan, which is from the Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, the Black Beast uh, was fought by by both the Dragonborn and Kunzari throughout time. Uh, ravaged Southern elsewhere along with the New Moon Cult, killed by the Reformed Dragon Guard in Doomstone Keep in Southern elsewhere in the second era of the 580s. And status is slain for Latvulan. Latvulan was, is a boss fight in the Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, he's the ancient enemy of Nafalar. Yes. Which is a cool name too. And he's he's black. This is a black dragon. Dark with big yes. big like tusks that come off of his head he's cool looking he, he looks like a boss fight you know mm -hmm. yep uh, yep all right so latvalon is i'm looking up the uh, i don't see a translation for I him i don't see a translation for latvalon yeah i don't see one either interesting hmm latvalon well if you know his name translates to last dark spirit or the final night or last night oh well there you go yeah he's like there a dark green like in in lighting the very, like his underside yeah. and, and like the, yep, the thin part dark. of his wings are like a really dark green tinge yep yeah pretty cool man the designs of these dragons are, are so cool mm -hmm. all right next one on the list l-o-d-u-n-o-s-t lodonist this one only ever spoken of on an ancient word wall in Skyrim said to have killed a king. So this one very little is known about. This is an ancient dragon with not a whole lot of other detail. Yeah, not a lot there, but only one vowel. Only one vowel written about <laughs> on a wall. And that could mean that they're still alive or or have more slain and just never heard of again. Yep. Um, Lodinest. I, I don't know if we have a translation for that one either. Uh, some of these aren't going to have 
readily available translations. And I, I looked it up earlier. The uh, the translator for the like dragon language is offline for some reason today. Oh man, yeah, that's what I was gonna have to do because I can't find a direct link to it. Yep, yep. So uh, just like if anybody, oh wait, thum.org? There's another one. Nope, that's the that's the one that I looked at before. Yeah, that's the same thing I was trying to use because yeah. it, it doesn't seem to have a direct. Oh, if you find one. Great. If yeah, not, if you let us know, if you find one, just send yeah, us a I was going to say, or if you know what Ludinos <laughs> meaning is, let us know because we don't have access to that at the moment because we can't use the dragon language translator for some reason. <laughs> if you if you're not a patron and you, you don't hear our uh, pre-show banter because uh, the patrons get the extended version of the episode, we were talking about um, the Might and Magic games, which were like these '90s games similar to the original Elder Scrolls games, and um, the <laughs> we were joking about doing a Might magic lore cast <laughs> and the 11 people that would potentially listen to that well i feel like those same 11 people would know exactly what loden lodenost means it's like memorized probably. like they can speak soon right all right um next up let's see where are we going we are going to locestes uh which locestes took control of the khajiit temple of sunspire in an attempt to masquerade as khajiit religious figures but was killed when reclaiming the temple so the status is slain this is one of the bosses of the trial in elder scrolls online um the sunspire trial for anybody who's interested that would be locestes locestes uh i can't find the translation for that one either uh, um, but he's this one is is a, a really cool looking uh, white and almost pink ish color. Yes. The um, it, it, so many of these dragons you'll notice have kind of a main color on like the thicker parts of their body, the scales, their arms, their faces. But then like the thinner places, the places where the scales are a little bit more thinner, the, the art design on them is really cool because it creates a a look that makes it seem as if you can see maybe the weaker, fleshier parts of them or where maybe yes. the, the scales are thinner and smaller. So those parts of the body, like the like the the parts between the, the wings, um, and the uh, like the underbelly places like yeah. that have kind of a different color to them many times. And this one right. has almost a pinkish uh, hue. And then the main body is whitish blue, uh, kind of like snow, because uh, Locestes is an ice dragon, <laughs> essentially. Well, there you go. Um, and the name translates to Sky Tempest Ice. So strengthening the ice concept. And uh, yeah, the area that you fight locastes in is surrounded by ice and everything like that mm -hmm. the other cool detail about it is on the horns and things on the head they they turn into like a dark gray so there's um, kind of this transition of color yes also update from uh nico is uh it means king killer for the other one uh the previous one that we could not translate translation for us Lodunost, just it just yes. means king killer interesting yep. Because that's all we know about them. Right. Well, there Much you go. appreciated. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Nicomata. <laughs> all right. Next on the list. This one may sound familiar. Marsalok. M-A-A-R-S-E-L-O-K. Lived in the mountains between Elsewhere and Valenwood. Began to corrupt the forest of Valenwood. Valenwood, Valenwood. I always go back and forth. With a I blight. Valenwood, but... An army detached from the city of Eldenroot failed to destroy him and his legion of blight-infected creatures. Killed by a, a group sent by King Cameron in the Second Era 580s with the help of the forest spirit, Selene. Status, slain. 
Marcelock. That's a good yes. one. If you play Elder Scrolls Online, uh, definitely recommend doing that dungeon um it was from the uh it's in elder scrolls online and it's kind of a follow-up to celine's web which is actually a base game dungeon this was a dlc dungeon so uh pretty cool because celine has popped up in many a game all the way back to arena so Hmm. uh yep she's got an interesting tie-in to that storyline yep yeah there's the lair of marcelock um this is part of the scalebreaker dlc it's uh, there's undaunted quests and things for this um and there's items so there's the head and the shoulders because it shows up in eso and it looks really cool like this is a a cool looking set um very uh, it looks like heavy armor right it's it's got like the 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 slotted i don't know part over the eyes i don't know i don't know how to describe armor for a podcast i don't think this is something i've ever really tried before but it looks like kind of like a dragon like these look like they were built out of dragon scales and things like that and they've got kind of a a gray and blue coloring so pretty cool looking set all right Uh, next one's a big one too hold on one second i was actually looking up a translation for marcelock uh marcelock marcelock that's the set i don't want the set for marcelock <laughs> i don't <laughs> that's not what i want uh, i don't see i don't see the translation on this page there there's some pages that just list some of them with translations yeah uh his name means terror of sky Terror of sky. Terror of sky. That's apparently Marcelock. He just likes to fly around and scare people. Yeah, he flies. He doesn't even fly that much. He's kind of bumbles around in there. Um, <laughs> He's a bumbling dragon. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so the next dragon is M I R M U L N I R. So no double vowels this time. And it would be Mirmalnir. Uh, Mirmalnir. Mermelnir. All okay. right. Yeah, I was going to say you could do Mermelnir or Mermelnir. Mermelnir. Yeah. I've always um, said Mermelnir. This is, this is, all right. if you've played any Mermelnir. Skyrim of the, any part of the main quest in Skyrim, you, you will have recognized this guy. Yes. Uh, came out of hiding in the fourth era 201 to serve Alduin. Attacked Whiterun Hold, causing uh, casualties among the guard, um, and was killed by a group of Whiterun city guardsmen and the last dragonborn status slain and consumed. If I'm not wrong that's the one you eat first right yeah at, yeah. at the at Do you the call it watchtower eating? you like when yes. you consume a soul you're eating the dragon just eating the dragon <laughs> nom nom nope <laughs> yummy yummy yep. dragon <laughs> delicious <laughs> yeah he's the first one okay yeah so that's the one you fight at the watchtower high in fiber yep yep and and to, to remind anybody who hasn't played skyrim in a while you play through the main quest line you get to uh it was a white run and you talk to the the uh jarl there and yes. there's all of a sudden like oh no there's this is after you get back from going to um the getting using the dragon claw to go to the uh what's it called bleak falls barrow and you come yes. back, and then they're like, ah, sir, there's just things of a dragon, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, go to the... And then you, you go with the guards, and you fight the dragon at the tower. That's This is the first one you see, other than, you know, uh, at the very beginning of the game. Right. So, Mermelnir. This one's similar, this next one. M-U-L-A-A, double M-N-I-R, Malamnir. Second in command, 
Mullumnir. Mullumnir. Split the difference, Mullumnir. Mullumnir. Beautiful. Mullumnir. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Mullumnir is the second in command of Kalgrantid. Killed many in the Elsewhere Defense Force, forced his way into Jode's core, where he was slain by the Vestige while attempting to help his master gain power, status, slain. So this is another one of the uh, Elder Scrolls Online dragons during that yep. storyline. And um, he's kind of like a blue, like a, he's, he's kind of a pretty, he's kind of a pretty guy. He's got this like brown tan underbelly and variations of blue almost like a brew like a aqua blue and kind of a darker blue on some of the like the main scales with some like shiny light blue yep almost it almost looks like uh what's it called when you have like a car and it has paint and you can like see it from an angle and it changes color opalescent opalescent yeah it's almost got like an opalescent quality to his his scales yeah actually now that you say it yeah i think you're i would agree with that so very pretty very pretty dragon for being so evil um let's see where did you Ooh. okay so we got one more and then we get a great one and man the pronunciations on that one mm. um mm-hmm. so oh wait wait, next... wait i'm sorry I, I, we got the translation oh. here too um oh, yes allegiance strong hunt okay fair fair enough the yeah. allegiance thing i definitely understand but with his being second in command to cal Grantied and such so um, so the next one is N A H A G L I I V or Nalagliv. <laughs> Nahagliv. Nahag. Ooh, I like Nahagliv. That sounds much better. That's very yeah. eloquent. Nah, let the hag live. <laughs> All right. That's, that's it. Beautiful. Nailed it. Uh, Nahagliv was uh, resurrected by Alduin in the Fourth Era, 201, slain by the last Dragonborn while threatening the village of Rorikstead in the same year, slain and eaten. So another another situation where killed by the you, the Dragonborn, and soul was consumed. So. so this is really interesting because he is a, or it, is a dragon that, uh, depending on the level that you are at when you run into it in Skyrim, can change appearance and may also have different abilities like it might have fire breath it might have frost breath it it's completely variable which is weird <laughs> you know like I, I get from a gameplay perspective they're like yeah if you're high enough level then it comes out like this instead because it matches the gameplay aspect but it's not there's not like a canon version as far as i can tell so interesting i never realized that yeah nahag nahagliv nah Nah, let the hog live. Hag, the hag live? Mm, I can't find a translation for this one either. So we'll move on. You can keep looking that one up. Uh, Next on the list, a double name. This one has two different uh, variations on the name. There's N-A-H-F-A-H-L-A-A-R, so double A's, or N-A-F-A-A-L-I-L-A-R. A-R-G-U-S, so Nafalar or Nafalilargus. <laughs> or, as I put it so eloquently on the other podcast that I do, which had the community 
very displeased with pronunciations for a very long time was Nefalalalargus. Nefalalalargus. <laughs> and I just had no way to spell it so, or no way to know how to say it. So I would just call it that every single time to the dismay of pretty much everybody on the lore team, I assume, as I ruined everything. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, previous, I'm, sure, um, I'm sure they'd be very happy with this. By the way, for uh, Nahagliv is Fire Burn Wither. Ooh. Ooh, which is yes. so weird that it can have ice breath. Yep. That's, Apparently it should be. It should be a fire dragon, but I guess it can change. Weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, Nafalar or Nafalalalargus uh, is a large red dragon known to aid slash request aid from mortals. An enemy of Latvulan aided the reformed dragon guard against the rage of dragons in the mid second era eventually came to serve the third empire but was killed by cyrus the red guard during that time slain so there you go now why did this come up a lot in um in the other show was there something specific uh, so <laughs> yes um there were a couple reasons to go way way back um we did much like we actually did on this show, uh, prior to the Elsewhere expansion, because Tales of Tamriel has been going since the dawn of time, uh, <laughs> we had a predictions show and we had inklings that there would be dragons. So we went on a speculation cast prior to Elsewhere's launch, guessing which dragons could possibly exist because there were so few known at the time. And I made a reference point to uh, Nafalalargus <laughs> from the Elder Scrolls Red Guard because I have begrudgingly played through Elder Scrolls Red Guard and you fight him and he looks ridiculous and he's just got this derpy little like pear-shaped body and you just smoke him in that game and I said he would theoretically still be alive at this time maybe it's old naffy and <laughs> old naffy. I, got, uh, <laughs> I got one billion internet points because it turned out old naffy was one of the dragons that actually was in elsewhere uh -huh. people thought that i knew what i was talking about rather than just throwing things at the wall that i had any experience with and i just happened to get that one right so um, that's awesome. That was why, yeah, that's why, that's why we ended up discussing, uh, old, uh, Naf well, we'll just call him Naffy or Dragon Dad as T the Khajiit from the community likes to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Dad. Yeah. And he leveled up, uh, since the time of the Red Guard game because, uh, yeah, he looks much cooler and sounds much better in Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Um, than he, in Elder Scrolls Online than he ever does in, in, um, Red Guard. I, He's ridiculous looking at Red Guard, and he's so lame. He's so he he. It's so lame. Yeah, I can I can see the pictures here. All you know, like the the textures that are all like super blurry and pixelated. Yeah, he dies and... like a total chump. You just I just hit under his wing and just hit the same attack animation. He just goes ah 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 ah, and eventually <laughs> died. It was that's great. That's great. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, well, he, he doesn't look all that interesting in that one because he's you know he's no. all of twelve polygons. But in right, he ESO, awesome in Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, he's got like a dark reddish hue. I mean, he's he's very much a red dragon. Like when you think red dragon, this is this is a red dragon with um, bone colored 
uh, talons at the end of his wings and spikes and things sticking off his head and his neck and even his belly, like his underbelly. Like this is one of those things that you would think would be more common on dragons because they are so large and they can like swoop down and land on things or swoop down at things like these talons like hang off their their ribs almost. Make, yes. would make sense because you wouldn't want to be underneath one of these guys as they swoop down on you even if they missed you with their claws like those things could get you yep um he's actually got a few things of note did we mention that he was influential at the battle of uh hunting bay no no we didn't bring okay that up. so this is from elder scrolls red guard um i mean he kind of made reference to the fact that he's in both ESO and Elder Scrolls Redguard. Um, but he's influential in the Battle of Hunting's Bay. Um, this is just a quick excerpt. I, I'm not going to read just the entire thing from the UESP, but he is one of, uh, I guess his quote is, I am Tiber Septim's proud soldier, a loyal vassal, a jewel of the crown. It's not my fault. I have to keep company with the governor. So there, the governor that's in reference is this fat... Um, pompous dude in in elder scrolls red guard uh who is very frustrating to listen to but um you, you'll find him in the basement of the keep there but uh the elder scrolls adventures red guard starts off with basically the battle of hunting bay and <laughs> and Nafalargus just running house on uh any of tiber septum's uh, i don't know uh, adversaries in, in the bay so he uh doesn't doesn't uh really take crap from people in that game which is why it's interesting that you can take him out so easy and actually best way from uh nikamata and chat he, he's basically yes he's a he's a dragon bounty hunter. He, he's a he, he Dra went to the highest bidder <laughs> dragon like, the bounty hunter Dragon the bounty <laughs> hunter yeah so um you know he's helpful in one game which is since I had played Elder Scrolls Redguard before he showed up in ESO, a lot of people had an attachment to him that I did not, which was interesting at the time because he's very helpful to the player character in Elder Scrolls Online. He's very likable. Uh, he tries to atone for kind of like some of his misgivings in the past. And he's very relatable into that game. And he's a really cool character. However, I recognized him first from red guard and i was like he's a jackass like, <laughs> <laughs> he matured he, he had to you know he was he was like a teenager dragon and yeah, so he he definitely had a pretty substantial fall from grace if you look <laughs> at him in time periods well i guess uh, yeah it would be the opposite way right but, right yeah. <laughs> right so yeah he he degraded quite a bit oh no poor guy yep Ugh. um the other thing i guess naffy's a little more uh, involved than a few of the other dragons um there is a note on the UESP because this one is a little different. Uh, depending upon how the syllables of Nafilar are broken up, his name can spell out two words in the dragon language, apparently. Mm. Uh, it's noted that first it can be broken up as Na meaning fury and Fa meaning four. If broken up differently, it could be Na for fury and R for meaning servant. Um, that seems to first, make more sense. Yeah, that, which I, I would agree. The second one seems like it makes more sense yeah. to me as well. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, variant leaves Lar, uh, 
while the second variant leans fall as the remaining syllables. So there, there's no direct translation. Uh, yeah, the, the, the longer name is what you're trying to say. The Nafalalargus doesn't really translate uh, well to much of anything. To much of anything, exactly. Yeah. So his name is a little more unique um, than some of the other ones. And it's referenced that maybe it's just a uh, Cyrillic or imperialized version of his real name, which would explain why it doesn't have any direct translation, especially since he's working with the Empire around the time that that is his name, as opposed to in Elder Scrolls Online, where it's Nafalar. That would make sense. Uh, it also has yep. that kind of Latin-esque ending. Exactly. The Argus and um, which is kind of more Cyrodiilic, more of Imperial. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also one of the few dragons who w w turned out to be good or at least helpful towards the peoples of right. Tamriel as opposed to even if it didn't coincide with you in the <laughs> <laughs> Elder Scrolls adventures. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, I think that's probably a good place to uh, yeah, cut it. At cut it because and we're about halfway through the list, and that's yeah. a that's a that one is particularly substantial with some information. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll we'll come back to this maybe at some point next month. Um, we're going to be yeah. back next week with our patrons, and again, if there's something you guys want to talk about specifically, let us know, and we can always throw out some topic ideas for for you. But if there's something that you want to discuss, especially now that we're what, almost a month and a half almost a month away from man time is moving from the new right. ESO content uh, there's a lot coming out so there's a lot of cool stuff we could be talking about on next week's episode and then uh, we'll be back after that with more of the divines um, uh, well actually the following week would have uh, Rich Lambert oh yeah and then we've got Rich Lambert uh, two weeks yeah. from now that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. you're right we have, and we so have Rich Lambert interviews man so much going on so much going on um, the only thing I actually want to do just before we close up for the sake of uh, referencing, for anybody who's interested in the document we're talking about today, it's from uh, the Reddit. It's the TS TES Lore subreddit, and it looks like the person who yeah, I mentioned all it. Of I this. mentioned this at the beginning. Yeah, signal oh, flare. Okay, signal yeah, flare twelve. Yeah, signal flare twelve. Yeah, yep. I was going to say this is great. The more I get into this, the more I enjoy this. So awesome work, signal flare. This is this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. This this subreddit. Yeah, I mean, of course, it, just like anything on the Internet, it's kind of a mix of stuff. Um, half the time, it's stuff like this. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's a really fun post. And the other half of the time, it's stuff like, um, so I've come to the conclusion that there's a reason there are no bathrooms in Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> come on. One extreme or another. <laughs> it's like, because it's a gameplay thing and adding bathrooms to all the rooms would have taken more manpower. That's why it's not, there's not right. a lore reason why there's no bathrooms. Give me a break. You yeah, know, <laughs> like, but come on. No, this, uh, this is fascinating. I love this. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Maybe there is a lore reason why there's no bathrooms. Uh, well, no, but uh, that's just the thing, though. Like, people like to speculate about the stuff that isn't covered, but then they wonder why there isn't information about it and it's like well of course there's no information about it yeah, it's not an important point it's like right, yeah it's, it's shockingly irrelevant <laughs> right it's amazing it's amazing how irrelevant the bathroom question was you know like <laughs> this does not lend itself to any stories or any events in the game so surprise right. um but anyway so lotus do you have anything cool to share before we head out um not too much i was gonna say i'll be recording um 
Tales of Tamriel on Saturday uh, with Hyperpixie Games and uh, Arcaneer uh, over at Arcaneer's Quest at the Dungeon Crawler Network at 11 p.m. Eastern. And then on Sunday, um, I will be streaming The Elder Scrolls Online, uh, hopefully starting around 2 p.m. Eastern. And we will be giving away a copy of Blackwood, which is the new Elder Scrolls Online expansion that we just referenced uh, for the Xbox. So if you want to have a chance to win that, all you got to do is be in chat. Uh, personally, it, it doesn't matter. You don't need to follow me or any of that stuff. You're just going to be there during the stream and uh, type in Blackwood during the stream and you'll be in the thing and I'll do a giveaway and somebody can win a copy of the expansion for Xbox. Well, there you go. Awesome. And um, oh, also, you know what? A big shout out to uh, a returning podcast. Um, and I, I, I owe them the favor because the Lore Seekers podcast is back. Yes. They've decided to return back to Tamriel. And they have. They're, um, they were actually just doing their episode a little bit earlier. I caught part of it. And yep. big welcome back to back to them. They, they gave uh, my show a big welcome two years ago when I launched it and they were already in this space. So just wanted to say a big welcome to those guys. It's been a while. I'm glad you guys finally, you know, decided to come back and join us. The community is still here. You're still very much welcome. And I hope to see you guys in game sometime. It would be fun to go through a dungeon again together or something like that. So um, clearly they saw the light and returned yeah, to the yeah. correct game. <laughs> they returned to the correct game. So Jibs and Cash are back. Um, if you're not aware of this yet, go check it out. I'm sure they will have a new episode or they already have a new episode up or something. Yep, they've got one up. One up. Is, uh, yeah. They have the return up, uh, return episode up already. Yep. Yep. So you can go check that out. Um, and um, let's see, what am I doing? I've got uh, my regular game streams and all the shows on the network and the Robots Radio Rocket Club. And I'm doing another new thing. I'm always trying out new stuff. In the middle of the day at noon Eastern every day, I'm doing a quick stream slash podcast about all the recent gaming news of the last 24 hours. And this is something I'm going to do every weekday. And it turns into a 15 or 20 minute quick little podcast episode. And it's called the Robots Radio Show. That's that's it. The Robots Radio Show. You can tune into it on whatever podcatcher you want. It should be on Apple Podcasts at this point. Um, Apple Podcasts is a little bit funny. So please have patience if it's not. It's definitely on Spotify and some of the others. So go look it up. The Robots Radio Show if you want really quick updates on like the most awesome gaming news with a little bit more focus on some of the stuff I like, like Elder Scrolls and RPGs and those kinds of things. But it's kind of a quick download of just like a bunch of bunch of detail, you know, like the biggest highlights in the last 24 hours. And then because it's a live stream, the extended version happens on my Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash robots radio and any of the other hosts on any of the other shows, the robots radio club uh, shows, the rocket club shows are able to come join me and they're going to come by the stream and we're going to talk about just some of the recent updates. Like um, in today's episode, we talked about the uh, KOTOR remake. Knights of the Old Republic is getting a remake make did you hear about this lotus i did not but i love knights of the old republic <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm not even a huge star wars person but that game is phenomenal yeah so I, I we speculated a little bit about what they might be doing but it's not a like up version of the original it seems like they're actually doing a full-fledged remake <laughs> combat which... systems probably 
yeah of that it's yeah the comment cool. systems i have feeling some of the dialogue there's probably some voice lines that most of the voice lines need to actually be acted at this point you know like for all sure. of that stuff so um so looking forward to that that's gonna be a fun thing to jump back into so come so join me for that stuff rss feed you have an rrs feed is what i'm getting out of this yeah 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 robots radio show yeah yeah it's an rss feed for the rrs show yes yes very beautiful. much so. that's beautiful so much branding yeah 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 but i figured it was kind of a fun thing to do is like another reason to like hang out with people during the middle of the day and and chat sure. with you guys in chat i'd love to hear your thoughts about some of the news articles um we're also talked about the new diablo game uh that's the, the man the the mobile diablo game got such a bad response when they debuted oh, yeah. it. Do you remember this at blizzcon like yeah. two years ago don't you guys have phones <laughs> yeah right it was so the response was so bad and then since then they've been doing these alpha tests um in australia and the new like the the perception of this are completely flipped and then they, hmm. t- today they announced a another game mode that's going to be part of it and how they're testing that out and so it seems like it's actually packed full of content which makes this really interesting especially with modern phones and tablets being able to hook up to your like bluetooth controllers sure you might be able to play this just like a regular game and not even have to worry about like the touchscreen stuff so if that's the case and it's actually got some legit lore which it also seems like it does then maybe this is our next diablo game before we knew we were going to have another diablo game so who knows could be really a very cool. soft spot for Diablo. Yeah, yeah, I love again. I love all this stuff. So it's kind of fun to talk about all the things that I don't get to talk about on these other shows. But then also some of the things I get to talk about on these other shows. So just give me more more time to hang out with you guys, too. So come hang out with me. Um, I'll see you guys every day around noon Eastern. And uh, until next time, stay safe out there. Try not to summon any dragons back to life because, uh, you know, that usually doesn't work very well unless you're Molek Ball. And then I guess that works out great. So um, (laughs) we'll see you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at Lorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESOLorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore, stay up on all the latest news, and talk about the game when it comes out? Check out the Cyberpunk Lorecast, a show from Robots Radio with me, your host, Robots. We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world, characters, and story of cyberpunk. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey there, my name is Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gamer-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hello, gentle listener. 
every Friday. Be sure to tune in. What the hell are you doing, Ampersand? (laughs) Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry I broke in. I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, you old crusty coot? Uh, anywhere you can get all your podcasts. Woo-hoo! You'll find it every Friday, you stupid cat! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park